Amanda, Jesse, it is it is just wonderful to chat with you. I actually, I think we may have chatted for Boys State, which I absolutely loved as well. So uh, it's great to reconnect with you. Thank you so much. Uh, the mission is a fascinating project. Um, I'm wondering, what is it that brought you into John's story? And why is it you wanted to tell it? There are two answers to that question. One is it, it captured our attention and our imagination when the story became global news. Um, reading that John Chow had, had trained in Kansas City through all nations for this dangerous mission, um, to, uh, article in the New York Times, um, that this wasn't uh, a reckless act, that it was preparation, intention, um, a lot of thought that, that went into this. So of course, we didn't know how much, but, but I think, um, it was John's story what led him there uh, to risk his life, to lose his life. And who who are these people who live on this island? Um, and why did they defend themselves? What were they? Why were they willing to take John's life? Um, and uh, who you know, who are the Sentinelese? So these two cultures, these people meeting, um, that was, I think there were more questions than answers in all these stories. Um, and I think second is the second answer to your question is it's part of a conversation that started for us about 10 years ago. We made another film about radical faith called The Overnighters. And I think we're still interested in how people live their faith. And we, we come as secular people, but it's just part of a project for us to understand how faith is lived. And John lived his faith in a particularly radical way and was willing to lose his life um, for it. So uh, there were many questions and few answers and it was a story that wouldn't let us go and those are the stories you end up making movies about you know you keep coming back to unfortunately we found partners who were willing to support us national geographic uh in particular um who played a role in this story in some small but significant way so they seem like the right partner and we love unscripted filmmaking because you don't know where it's going to take you i think the fact that nat geo also was willing to um hold a mirror up to their part in this story was for us pretty significant also in how we knew we were going to be able to tell this story. It, and it's an incredible story. I, I, I absolutely love how you were willing to or able to walk this line. Like you talk about Jesse radical faith, but you, you managed to tell John's story and you both, call him out and never and yet never totally challenge it if you know what i'm saying like there's this sort of there's this delicate balance between uh wrestling with the subject and what he's trying to do and i mean this this film is handled so well it's handled so beautifully especially in, with a loving portrait of john i'm wondering what your impression is of him do you do you think that he was committed or was he crazy I mean, it's it's a good question. It's kind of the question I think Adam says says it well at some point in the movie. Um, there's a fine line between faith and madness. Um, I think I I'm not sure I um, have a changed view on the mission itself, but I do have a more complexified, more I have a deeper understanding of. John, I think, even though he's hard to access for me in particular as a secular person, 
I can't um, relate to that kind of conviction, um, but I do have certain points of, um, I think by hearing his father's view, by meeting friends of his from when he was growing up, by reviewing a lot of the stories he took in as a kid who that weren't Bible stories, but that were sort of adventure stories, ones that I read, ones that Jesse read. I think all those points of, um, of, of contact between my life and his um, made me feel like I understand more about the person who went on this mission that I, when I read the news, felt very uncomfortable about. I don't, I, for me, it brought up all kinds of questions of consent and had sort of echoing reverberations to a long history of Western or um, Christian or colonial sort of, you know, superimposition of one culture on another. I think that all of that was problematic. And so my question mark going in was, you know, what, who, who would do this and why? Like, who wants to make contact with a tribe that's made it so clear they don't want contact? Um, so, yeah, I think it was important to hear people of, of, of all, a whole range of people, a whole range of people who have different religious views, but also different closeness to John at the center. Um, I think that was an interesting journey for Jesse and I to hear such differing perspectives on him and on his mission. Yeah, it's, uh, it, as I was saying, the, 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 the portrayal of John, the way that his story is told, letting him tell it through his, his own words. Uh, you hear the passion in his voice, but the, the way that you balance it is so interesting because you do tackle, tackle this imperialist or even colonialist mindset with uh, modern missions work if you will. Um, and I thought that I found that fascinating. And I was wondering for you, for you both, I mean, I, I'm glad you said that line. This is one of the things that jumped out at me is the line between faith and madness. And I was just wondering in your, in your minds, where do you think that that line lies? I think it really depends on wh where you stand when you look at John and, and all nations looked at John and they asked themselves, does this kid have the Messiah complex? And they, went through their process and determined that he did not and that they should support him and would support him. And I think there are other people who, who stand in a different perspective to John and look at his actions and ask themselves their own set of questions and come to a different conclusion. And, and I think that, that that may reflect the unbridgeable divide between the faithful and those who are not of faith or, you know, people who subscribe to John's particular brand of belief. So I, and I don't think the project of our movie was to reconcile those different perspectives, but to create a framework in which people could bring, could bring them and to challenge, I think to challenge us, I think the film challenges us and it challenges audiences who think they know where they stand when they look at John. And I think if you, if you, if you're convinced coming into this story that John was a martyr, and was just and right and did the you know the right thing and to break the law and to go to North Sentinel, despite all of the historical evidence that suggests otherwise, I think you might be challenged, some people. I think if you are convinced that that John is 
a crazy Christian zealot and deserve to die. I think you're going to recognize that there's more of you and that is complicit in the stories that John took in, your own responsibility um, to reckon with, um, how you might be misled or misguided or think that indigenous cultures want you to contact them and to bring your modernity, whatever it is. I, I think the film will challenge you too. So I, I think that's the purpose of the project in a way. It's not to kind of settle the question, you know? We're not judge and jury, you know, that's, we're, sto we're storytellers and we're filmmakers and we, you know, we're, um, you know, uh, it's not to say our project, yeah. I mean, I think we have a point of view um, and I think that we bring voices into the film that that represent, you know, our perspective to some degree. But we also brought an openness of spirit because I think it's it's important to try to understand where John came from and who John was and why he made the choices he did. And I think there's more of John that we can connect with than we might have realized when we started. For example, Patrick, his father. We have two kids. We think about parenting children who make choices that you struggle with, you know, that may not reflect your values and your beliefs, and you have to try to parent them still and love them. That's hard sometimes. So we can connect with that. Absolutely. And those, those stories from his father are so heartbreaking because you hear just, you know, I, I just basically a father who yearns for his son to, to, to think before he leaps, if you will. And they, and you talk about John's sense of adventure, but very much as well, you also let John speak his passion and, and um, his love of his faith. And it's, like I said, it is a delicate line to walk. Um, and, and what I find is interesting too, is you have these, these stories from, uh, from other missionaries who have since wrestled with what it was. They, they began like John, if you will. And now they are wrestling with it or relooking it. I think the comment is made that no missionary, no modern missionary has uh, been able to, uh, looking back, has been able to stay the same or has shifted their views along the way. And it's it's pretty amazing to, to hear these stories held up in tandem to one another. Um, I think one of the lines is idealism that's masquerading as God's calling, as we hear from when we talk about John. Um, it's a uh, it's a challenging story. Um, just wondering, just wondering for you, um, from your perspective, this, as I said, is such a powerful film. What is it that you hope, if anything particular, that audiences take away from the mission? Well, the line that you just quoted was from Cameron Silsby, who is um, who was John's pastor in the time right before he left. Um, to go and I, I, I love that because um, I think that Cameron is used to pastoring for people who are, are, are actively working on their faith, which is to say um, most human beings have doubt, even if they have passion for their faith. I think there's always the active process of 
you know, being alive and asking questions and why and working on your relationships with all the people in your life and with your faith. So what was so striking about John for me, I mean, Jesse, you can chime in too, but like that, that, that there seemed to be so little doubt in such a young person. Um, for so long, he worked on this master plan. He did 26 master, 26 page plan. He read so many books. He consulted so many people. He went, um, he went on a sort of reconnaissance trip. I mean, was, this was a very, very committed person. He did not fluctuate much from his path. Um, he had people help. He found sort of found the people who were going to help him um, do this this thing. And I think that what was surprising to me really is that this kid who really loved life and who 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 was so rational in a lot of ways um, ultimately gets to the last moment where he's gone to the island and they've shot at his Bible. And so he really now knows okay, there's no more naive, there, there's nothing more naive here. I know that this is extremely dis dangerous situation. I have to make a decision right now about going back and knowing it really means that I'm gonna lose my life. And I think that that moment, to, to have the access to that moment through the diary where he really was committed to do that thing, that is something that I, when I read the news story, knew that I couldn't relate to, and then coming to the end of this story, knew that I couldn't really relate to. There's, um, but what I found in the process of making this movie was so much of myself really is in this story. As Jesse was mentioning, all these sort of adventure stories that came in. I, I, I do have read a lot of them. Um, it's okay. It's a puppy. We understand. Um, I think understanding the, the narratives you took in as a kid and still continue to take in as an adult and how much they inform how you behave in the world, um, and how you treat people in the world. That's something we all need to reevaluate. Um, and as a culture, I think we are doing that on a universal level, but I think personally speaking, I, I, I'm going back to revisit many of the stories I read and take in. Um, I think that's partly what I take away from this film and understanding that the hero's journey is one of those stories that we really should, I think, look at and think about with a little bit of a question mark. Is it really one person at the center of that thing or is really there a much bigger picture that um, that person is a part of? But you're not going to discover something. That thing was always there. Honestly, uh, Amanda, Jesse, I really appreciate your time. It is a beautiful piece. Um, and it is, I mean, and, an incredible, an incredibly deep dive into the journey of one young man and just the passion that drives him and the problems that may come with it um, as well. So thank you so much for your time. I very much appreciate it. Take care. Bye. Have a great day. Bye.